podcast. We might never change the world. At least we've had our say. Real talk about movies, music, politics, race, and religion. Growing up, not growing old, the feeling is still the same. Live from New York. It's the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. Yo, what's up, everybody? Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. What's going on out there? Special, special guest tonight. One half of the Dead Rabbits. Member, founding member, Lords of Brooklyn, P. Newport, Yo! Yo! What's, what's up, man? What's going on out there, you fucking maniacs? What's up, Mikey boy? What are you doing? Hey, how you feeling, man? It's Thursday night. Yes, indeed. I love th- Thursdays are my favorite nights of all because uh, I don't have to go back to work till uh, Sunday. So, <laughs> wow, I'm, that's uh... I'm, I'm right now. I'm floating in the plasmic joy of like <laughs> I don't, I'm not fucking worried about nothing that is work related. That's a great feeling right there, especially on a Thursday when you know everyone else has to get up the next day. Right. You just drinking whatever you're drinking, smoking <laughs> if you smoke. What whatever. you gotta do? I got a nice cigar ready to go. If I eat, I'm gonna have a little some, some late night wings. You know what I mean? <laughs> You guys got the bacon going on over there. Nice. We eat. We eat. You know, we eat good. You know, everybody's like, Paul, you're a fat bastard nowadays. I'm like, that's because I'm eating good. I'm happy. You're happy. I'm where I'm at. Yeah, listen. I was the scrawniest kid growing up forever. So, you know what I mean? I feel like I, I, feel like I did a bit without having to did it actually. <laughs> got to make up for lost time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gr- I've grown into the part now. You know what I mean? You can't <laughs> call Paulie and not be fat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what? It, it does kind of go together, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, it, 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 big fat poly, fat poly, poly over there, the fat guy. You know, it all works. It definitely does. <laughs> You're it's right. One those, it's one of those things. I mean, granted, it's I don't know if it's because of, uh, you know, Martin Scorsese era in the early 90s or anything like that, but poly and fat is synonymous together lately. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. And, um... There, there, I think there's a, in that world, the Scorsese, you know, cinema mobster world. There is an exception, man. Paulie, Paulie Walnuts was fit. Well, you, you got a, you got a good point with that. That's right. He even talks about it too. You know, he, he talked about how hard he worked at that. So that's a, if that's not a vain cocksucker for you, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. yeah but, there was a, there was actually that one episode where um, did, did you watch The Sopranos? Oh, I'm a big fan. Of course, I love it. I got it on HBO. I got it on the go, actually, on the Roku. I'm there big- was um, there was one episode where uh, Tony Soprano, he was just, um, I guess he just got out of the hospital or something, and he he was taking a look around at his guys, and he noticed like Paulie Walnuts was in shape, Muscles Marinara. Yes. Yeah, that's when he knocked the guy out out of nowhere. He had to prove his yep. he was back, and then he starts puking in the bathroom and everything because he knew yeah. he was he was a little bit old, and he was wrong. He was dead wrong, but yeah. he was trying to make. He was trying to make the point, and anybody that knows any any of these type of characters in real life, yeah. of course they they don't exist. But you know <laughs> what I mean. You know, you would know that that is that that's a classic, that's a classic apex wolf maneuver. Like, yeah. let me show you that I, I'm the powerful guy, even though you know he's not. He's got a fucking. He's probably got septic shock in his blood from the from the gat. Just you know in case I mean? you guys forgot. 
Because he was in the hospital or whatever. That's right. Let them right, know. True. Let's go right there. <laughs> true. Because Casey Scott, he came out after Uncle, after Junior shot him. Katsana Malanga, he fucking blasted him. <laughs> that was great. So, but uh, uh, those that know, but for those that don't. So, you know, he was on the mend and he had to show everybody that he was still top dog. Even though he really, you know, he was wrong. He was yeah. dead wrong. You know, that's one of my favorites. That show for me... Alright, um, the first three seasons, the best television ever, and you know what, man, that show just dropped off, the last three seasons, man, it just went yeah. all over the place. I tell you, to be honest with you, for me, completely, when it first came out, I hated it, I had nothing to do with it, I didn't want, I didn't, everybody, you know, me, I'm the type of guy, when everybody's making a big deal about something, I normally, I'm like, ah, I don't know. Uh, you know what I mean? I'll let it blow over the hype. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not with the hype machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, everybody's going this way. I'm, I'm going to find my way going this way. You know what right. I'm saying? So I, I, I said, all right, let me, you know. I didn't really start actually getting involved in it or watching it or even paying attention for that matter to like about, I'd say when Ralph Cifaretto era, maybe 2001, 2002, around there. So I was more of a latecomer. But yeah. once I got involved in it, you're right. The first three, they had to make their, you know, they had to make their mark or whatever. Yeah. And then the other three completely went in all different. But then again, you got to look at the, the time span. And also, you got to remember, from the first season and the, 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 the season two and three, that was all thrown together with the writers and everything. They didn't know that they had a hit on their hands. Right. You know what I'm saying? So all of a sudden, they're like, oh, shit, how are we going to make this? Let's stick to, you know, uh, David Chase's original uh, idea of what he, you know, what he was trying to portray with mm. the writing, you know. But then, you know, when when it, when a, a show gets that big, HBO got greedy, man. They was like, give us two, yeah. more, two more seasons. David. Yeah, they always they do whatever. They do with every. It's it's like the cookie cutter HBO. They do with every series that they do. They did it with Boardwalk Empire. They did it with, uh, you know, it's just about every everyone that's at there. This, I, I pick and choose mine, but but I was a latecomer to The Sopranos, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, me too. But I do like a lot of the writing, I think it's genius, you know? Oh, it's great. It's... I mean, a lot of these guys that wrote for that show, you know, uh, Michael Imperioli, he wrote and directed a few of those episodes, and yeah. the later ones, and uh, I really liked a, a lot of the stuff, because, you know, we're both Italians, you know what I mean? Like, we have Italian blood, it hits home for us, even though we're New York guys, New Jersey, yeah. the guys like us, but you could see how it took over, and granted now, you know, the whole Scorsese era was in, in the Hollywood, you know, right. everything is hip, it's, it's hip, it's not hot, it's not selling no more, it's not this, it's not that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they only, you know, that was already washed up. You know, they would, you know, if you want to act also, too, to analyze this thing was kind of ringing off in the movies at that time, too. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, but I wasn't paying attention to any of that, to be honest with you. I was like, I was over it. You know what I mean? In my, yeah. my mindset at that time, 99, 98, 99, you know? You already had Goodfellas. You had Casino. You had the Yeah, Godfathers. I was already mobbed up. Plus, I, I grew up in, I, I, I'm from, uh, you know, I'm from Dyke Heights. I grew up in Bedford to Bay Ridge. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, this is my whole life. Yeah. I went to JHS 201, Dyke Heights. That was my, uh, that was when it was actually still uh, high school. Ninth grade, they ended it. Now it turned into a, a middle school or whatnot. You ever, you ever try to roof a handball? I've always, I've roof, I roof every ball, <laughs> everything. Roof nerfs, roof handballs, roof everything. Anything that can be roofed gets roofed. I tried to fucking roof a handball on PS204. <laughs> I couldn't fucking get it up there. <laughs> <laughs> you get hard, Mike. You're throwing you. 
Yo, when for you guys out there that don't know, the elementary school I went to in Brooklyn, PS204, it's five stories oh, high. <laughs> they don't, I, you notice uh, the architecture, they're not making schools like that anymore. It's, it's, it's turned. That thing's like a fucking fortress. It's turning, yeah, the old school architecture used to be kind of like borderline fortress, church, kind of, uh, you know, castle-like. It does have a castle feel where it's like square, the, yeah. The older ones, the newer ones now seem more like they're trying to get these kids ready for jail. Is Everything's right? more, yeah, look at some new, uh, next time you're in Brooklyn, you know, or, or anywhere like that, take a look at the newer schools that are built. You know what I'm saying? The past five years, ten years. Look Is it at more that. like sanitary looking steel, cold kind of? It's, it's more, yeah. It's not like, you know, it's not like going to an institution. Like, uh, it's it's more like, I don't know. This I, I, I live right outside a new one of the new schools. Mm. So, like, I'm looking at this shit. Maybe it's just that one. <laughs> yeah, but they're like, if they make this, if they're starting to make the schools starting to look a little more institutional and, and right. everyone f fall in line it kind of goes with everything with the country with the the social media and everyone wants everyone like it's almost like the country everyone wants to be one of one mind everyone has to think a certain way everyone has to do yeah. a certain thing and it's if the institutions are going to be that way too it's like we're heading to a future where everyone's going to be wearing the same silver suit I'll be honest with you, man. I, I agree. It's it's. I don't. <clears throat> and, and normally, like I was never a political type person. I guess, and I guess now that I'm old, you know, uh, I've grown up a little bit. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm uh, and I don't even have kids or anything. So it's like, I, I, like why am I looking? But it's it, it's something that's grabbing my attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the things that I'm used to growing up with are no longer being taught. Uh, you know. The, you know the. Um, the quote-unquote, uh, the baton is not being passed here. Like, you know, there was a reason why you got your ass slapped. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There was a reason why you were told, do this. I wish I would have listened. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yep. wish I would have I been more prepared for what's really going on, which is right now. And those people that taught me those lessons are dead and gone. God bless them. But I see what they mean now. Yeah, it's, um, it's almost like, you know that old saying, uh, youth is wasted on the young True, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I agree 100%. Now, now I get it. Man. You know what I mean? And not in my case, I mean, because I, I still, you know, I, I'm not, a, in my mind, I'm not a day over 18. You know yeah, what I'm, I'm right there with you, baby. But but, <laughs> it, but I, maybe I'm maybe you're going on my 19th birthday. You know, I'm starting to think about things a 19 year old thinking about. You when, know what I mean? In contrast to that, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, now I'm like kind of thinking, the shit that, that made. The shit that I normally would have lost my mind about years yeah. ago, like nowadays, I I kind of think about it a little more. You know what I mean? Like, without reacting. Yeah, when I was young, like a teenager, um, like, it's like, okay, when I mean like youth is wasted on the young, my mom would give me little pearls of wisdom here and there. You know what I'm saying? And But, yeah. but when I was that age, I was like, yeah, whatever, ma. But Can't now, now I'm like, oh, shit. She now right. I know. <laughs> exactly. Now I know what she means. You know what I'm saying? Or now I know what they what they meant by that. Uh, now I see exactly because you because you, you you've gone through it where you could apply that. You know what I mean? If only the, I listened. <laughs> right. Or you know what we used to say? Uh, if you could go back, knowing what you know now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To do it all over again, but knowing what you know now, 
Yo, I, mean, I would probably do it differently because I know better. <laughs> Yo, that's the one. That's the one power that that beats flying. That beats invisibility. Time travel. That's it. That beats everything. I'm telling. You, listen, I believe. I'm a firm believer in time travel. I believe we could. I believe we could travel too, but we haven't found a way to get back yet. Or else we would have known. Or else, you know what I mean? Or, or there's, yeah. there's some real, put it this way, conspiracy theories and people that subscribe to that. Well, what about if, you know, there is a select few and they knew how to manipulate coming back? You know, if it is wormhole, mm. if there are wormholes that, that we, well, we know wormholes exist. Yeah. But if it is existing in a context to time travel, uh, there's a problem getting back. It must be. Yeah. Or else it would have been blown up by now. And you know what? What you're saying isn't even really a conspiracy theory because I was listening to, uh, this was years ago, I was listening to Opie and Anthony, and they had a scientist, uh, not a scientist, an astrophysicist, uh, Dr. Michio Kaku was on there. And he was saying that they can transfer molecules from one point to another, but they can't transfer them back because once, when, once, they, transfer, right. once they transfer it over, it destroys itself. So right. they can't, like, they have, like, a structure. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because it's a molecular structure. Right. Is, it can only, it, it can go only so much. It can grow forward. I get, I get it. It can't digress in theory. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it, it breaks down but doesn't build up. But right. it moves. It's weird. Right. It can move. It is, it, it's like water, like. The shit that they fucking got going on out there, who knows what they're doing, man. You know, because, yo. I, I tell you, man, you're right. I, I, I don't know anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still, I tell you what, though. I'm still waiting on those fucking hoverboards. Yeah, man. This is this is yeah. supposed to be the year, man. It's 2015. This is it. If there's anything, you know what I mean? If there's any, and the cars, the flying cars, like, I, maybe we could do, look at what we're doing already with, with air aviation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. eh, maybe we don't need cars and drones and shit riding around up there as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got enough road rage. We don't need fucking air rage. Yeah. Oh, well, not only that. You know, you got these assholes nowadays. They like to play with lasers and shit like that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There was that dude in Queens who did that. What the fuck is going on with that? Like, come on. Drones. They're getting caught up in the fuck. They get caught up in one of those engine fucking flumes. Forget it. It's over. You, it's gone. It's going, going down. I uh you and, mentioned... and God forbid, and somebody's loved ones are on that that flight or something like that. Right. You know what I mean? It's bad enough with the pigeons, which is a natural thing. That's or not what, the yeah, pigeons, or whatever to... you know, the geese or whatever it may be. That's what happened to Sully, right? You got hit with no, the geese. He, 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 don't laugh, but it's the truth. That you know what I'm saying? Like God bless him, he knew what he was doing. He had a nice safe landing, yeah. but yo, that's uh, that's. That's the exception right now, yeah. That's not the rule. You know what I mean? Like that normally, if he wasn't skilled, they'd be dead. I think you know what. Believe it or not, I think they're making a movie about that fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of like there was like I, I think there's somebody online too. Like this lady, she made a song about him. She goes off solid. She goes all day. Like she, yeah, like he's a real American hero. This whole like she goes bananas. Listen, uh, I forget her name. Or I I would drop her name. I forget. Her. I'll text it to you. Though, but <laughs> he did a good job. But is that enough to fill an hour and a half? I don't know. I mean, Tom Hanks, I believe, is playing him or some shit. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, shit. Some shit like that. I mean, I don't know. Don't take it from me, but, you know, the, the internet nowadays, I blame it all on the internet. So uh, that's yeah, what I, yeah, right. I, I, I do remember reading something like that or he's he's entertaining the role or some shit <laughs> like that. It's something. I'm telling you. Oh, Tom Hanks, just do it. What else are you yeah, doing? I'd rather see his son do it. 
be honest. Yeah, he's it's, good. Like, he come great. on, Tom. Tom was great. Bring back. You want to do something, Tom? Bring back Bosom Buddies, bro. Bring that to Broadway. Bosom ah, Buddies man, to you. Broadway. Bro. The other guy's too busy. Oh, yeah. What's it? Peter, Peter something? Peter Scaleri. <laughs> he's too busy making sauce. Yeah, he ain't doing shit. Peter Scaleri, yeah. He's waiting around. He's like, I've been waiting for this call. Yeah, just like the other guy from Bill and Ted's been waiting for the Bill and Ted sequel. Oh, yeah, was it Alex Winter? Alex Winter, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yo, he did a bunch of, uh, what do you call it, actually? He, he got big at the special effects uh, art. He's, um, he just did a documentary on, um, what the fuck is the, um, the black market internet called again? Oh, uh, the Silk Road? He just did a documentary <laughs> on the, the Silk Road. What is that? It's like a fucking. It's like the dark internet where where you can go and do like real shady shit and they can't trace you. Ah, uh, that's see, they see now. That's they're that's, cracking down on that though. Nah, that, nah, you know what that is? That's the trap right there. Yeah, it is now since they they're a couple years in and the FBI. You know, you, if you do dirt. If you're gonna do dirt, do it the old dirty fashion way. Do the dirt on your own by yourself. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're gonna do dirt, do dirt. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not advocating doing dirt. But you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason why, for real, gangsters move in silence. Not even gangs, serial killers move in silence. Right. You know I mean? They're not walking around with a fucking shirt that says, hey, I'm a serial killer. Walking around with a sign on. Yo, there was <laughs> one guy. They were right? looting you. There's a reason for it. You Did you hear that story? I think it was down south about this guy, right? He, 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 he met this, uh, what do they call them? I guess they're just straight up hookers on Craigslist. So he goes oh, to the, the guy house. Oh, the guy that just got killed? Yep. Yes, yes. I, they, read, I was reading about that. Yo, I was trying to read the papers that were. Yo, they think he's a serial killer. Well, because... Hey, listen, hey, listen, if they're releasing that much, then that means they, they've they had this guy on the radar. Yeah. And just so I, they're like, yup, that's it. This is him. They knew enough what they could leak to the... Right. And to make them look good, and everybody, it's a win-win situation. And they made prostitution look good in the, in the process. Look at that. Hooray for prozies. <laughs> Yo, I'd never heard someone say that before. Yeah, yeah. Hooray for prozies. Uh, be careful. You're gonna, someone's going to get offended. Oh, yeah, I know. But only, uh, you know what they said? It's the same thing with the word bitch, right? You know, you ain't offended unless you are one. So, exactly. Uh, but no, nah, honestly, let's, let's look at that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like... Uh, instead of the, this is the flip side to Aileen Warnos, yeah. who's considered a, uh, she's not considered a prazi, she's considered a serial killer. Right. Yeah. Right? Whereas in the flip end here, you know what I mean? Is it the falconer calling the falcon or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, right. Here, the prazi killed the serial killer because she, I got to believe in what, what it really, I mean, I wasn't there or anything, but I got to believe human nature acted in. And she was fighting for her life, and yep. she had to get the gat, and she blasted him. Then all that shit happened. They found out. They investigated. They seen this. That's a prime scene. Yep. She didn't want to move. She knows she's a prosy, but this dude tried to kill me, obviously. You know what I'm saying? I can maybe get a self-defense at best. The, f the first thing I thought of when I heard the story was, what, what a dick. Why would he put the gun down so close where she can get it? Well, this is what I'm saying. Who knows? We don't know. You know what I mean? Like, what was there? What was going on? If it was... I would have to say it had to be a struggle. She got close enough. He got close. They were in close enough quarters where she can get that thing off. He was... He, here's the story, right? He was attacking car. her. He was strangling her, right? And then she grabbed a rake 
and started fighting him off with a rake. <laughs> so he put the gun down to grab the rake. And the rake in the car? All this going on in the car? No, this, he bashed into the house. Oh, okay, all right. And then they went to his trunk and found sledgehammers and shovels. and. Well, this is after he's dead, no? They found all the shit later, yeah. Right, but that's what I'm saying, like, what happened with him and her? Yeah. He fucking, he, he, I think he said some shit like, are you ready to die? He bashed in the door. Yeah. Oh, he bashed in the door or he picked her up in the car? No, he bashed into her house. Oh, like he, he met her at, like, she was, she was doing business out of the house. Like, it was like an in call or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, she was doing business out of the house. Yeah. And he showed up, like, Johnny. Here's Johnny. Exactly. Yeah, he bashed through the door and went right at her. Uh, maybe it was a small caliber gun too, right? It was like a twenty-two or that, something. That I don't know. That I, I, I think, didn't hear. I, I was I I read this in the post too, so you know what I mean. Oh, I, you never know what the it's post. It's not like I was there or anything. I'm, this is what I'm going off of the post. Yeah, might on like well a, you know, on a Tuesday afternoon, and I'm like looking like I got three more hours left. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying this is funny. A prostitute yeah. killed a serial killer. Does the I used to I, I stopped reading the paper years and years ago, but when every morning I would get the post and the daily news, and the post used to have a bikini girl in it every day. Now I, from what I understand, it's flipped. The, the now the daily news, which I I was always a fan of the daily news growing up, but now it's uh, the post is like the real deal, and now oh shit, daily news is showing the Kardashian asses. And uh, they're substituting the bikini, the bikini broad for the Kardashians now. Uh, what a fucking waste! Uh, we're not even going to talk about that. But 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 I do hear what you're saying. Uh, you don't read the papers anymore. You know what? I don't. Uh, I, I read it because it's you know it's 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 like part of my routine during the day. You know what yeah. I mean? Like and I gotta. I don't read the paper too. Like straight through. Like I, I save shit. You know, like all right, right after lunch, I'm gonna read this part here, and that that'll be you know what I mean? like <laughs> this will be this time, and then and then, I, and then yeah. I'll check out the daily news, and I'll read the opinion in that. You know yep. what I mean? Because by this time, then I gotta go over there, and I gotta make sure the guys are taking the garbage out. Then I gotta go over there, and it's then I gotta system. go to the super. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm reading the paper. It's a system. Meanwhile, like, I I can I can look at it on my phone, but you see. Then that would give that would you know that would make it look like I'm looking at my phone all day. Yeah, and they yeah, don't right? know what you're doing. Exactly. Right. They just think it's the same thing. You're on the phone. All right. I wanna uh, I wanna talk about Laws of Brooklyn. But yes, of course. Before we jump on that, I um I wanted to tell you about something. You posted something on Instagram like a year ago, that 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 stirred up some emotional feelings in me, and I want to tell you about it because I never told you about it. All right. It was like last May, right? Now, just to give the people out there a quick background on me, I was born in Brooklyn by you, May, Dyka May, Heights. May 2014, you call, right? And uh, what's that? May 2014, last year, right? Yeah, about May 2014. And yes, you are. You're from uh, you're from the Heights. You're from Bay Ridge. Benson, yeah, 82nd Bay Street. Sure. And fucking um, but we I didn't live there. I grew up on Long Island. My uh, my mom split up my father. We lived out here. But I would always go because my family stayed there. My father, my sure. cousins, my grandparents. Your so family. Would, it's your family. Like, so I would always visit in the summertime or whenever I had off. So you posted this thing last year around May. It might have been on Twitter even. I don't know. You're not on there no more. No, no. I got rid of that. Oh shit! For a couple of years now, like probably maybe 2012. Oh, it's been that long already. Yeah, I, I, are you kidding me? Thank God, I would have got arrested. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't remember what the picture was, but the caption was, the 
the sound of graduation parties and the smell of barbecue in the air. Nothing is better than summer in Brooklyn. Yeah, Dude, and that shit stirred up some feelings in me. I was happy. I brought back nostalgia. Yeah. But then again, it made me sad because I didn't, I wasn't, that was there. I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? It was very powerful stuff, man. Well, thank you. I mean, that's, well, you understood what I, well, obviously you understood what I meant when you read that post. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that was, that's, to me, growing up in the summertime, you know what I mean? Looking at, you know, looking back when you're a kid, you, you you look at the world differently. You know what I mean? Like yeah. things things are brand new to you. Even though even though you're from Brooklyn, you think you're the coolest kid in the world. Shit, you got a lot to learn, Sonny Boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the innocence of that is what I meant to capture at it. And you, you captured understand? it for me, man. A hundred percent. Thanks. I'm glad you caught that, man. I appreciate that because that, that's from the heart, man. You know what I'm saying? That's where yeah. I was coming from. You know, and uh, you know, I I you know I had a I had a great time growing up. You know, I was blessed. To grow up in that area, mm. Dyke Heights, you know, Bentonhurst at that time, and Bay Ridge, of course. Yeah. You know, it's all right there. You know, and you know because you, 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 you're, you're from there, even though you say you're from Long Island. All my, all my brothers and sisters live in Long Island now. You know what I mean? I'm the only one who doesn't live in Long Island now. You and know when, what I'm I, <laughs> so. when I would visit, like, my father in the summertime, um, I was... I was like a shy kid, so I couldn't go down a block and knock on, you know, my old friends' doors and shit. So I would just put on my Walkman and walk around the neighborhood and listen to whatever I was listening to and just take it in. And right. that's where that real, the real nostalgic nostalgia kicked in when you, when you made well, that because post. you, because you were relying on your, on your nose and your ears right. without talking and, and emitting, omitting energy. You yeah. were taking it in as you were walking around. And of course you remember that in those days we're going back 25 years, 30, you know, 30 years in that area, right? Yeah. In that area. That was a whole different world. You what you were privy to, like, and what I was privy to growing up in that. That doesn't happen anymore. Like you know, like all those people are gone. They moved away. They died. They yeah, sold man. Everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Property, this, that. They moved away. A real Italian, Irish, you know, community. The sense of community. Right. Everybody knew who you were. Or somehow knew who you or your cousin, or they knew they somehow. It was the real six degrees of separation. It was always get back to you. Yeah. Even if you fucked up. Two blocks away, three avenues down, you know somehow, some way they knew who it was. What was his name? Oh, ba ba ba. Oh, ah, that's so and so. Da da da. Oh, right. They knew how to get to you. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Or, or a word would come to you. That's or whether lost. You, that that shit. That, that's on the internet now. That's Twitter now. It's it's. It's but, 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 but you know say but while that was going on you're smelling you know uh the Castatellis over there they got the fucking you know mm. the barbecue going you know what I mean the risottos over there yeah. you know what I mean they uh, go over there they got wine go over there you know Dempsey yeah. he's got the beers you know what I mean they're hanging out they're doing steaks over there you know what I mean like it, yeah you know like that that's that was real you smelt it you walked you smelt it you stepped in it it was you know a, I mean? it, 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 when I used to walk it was around. A, it was its own entity. It was alive, man. And then I would come alive, home. Exactly. And then I would come home, and I didn't, wouldn't want to go to bed. I would just sit on the stoop at night and just sit there. Sure. And listen to all the, the best in the summertime. Listen to other people's TV. <laughs> I'm Yo, from across the way. Shit, I mean, all the right. all, all the baseball games on Channel yeah. Nine, WOR. The Met right. games on up so Channel Eleven, the Yankee games on downstairs across the street. You hear it. Yeah, you're somebody's right. somebody's old. They got they got blasted. 
they can't hear. So that's why it's always loud. It's upstairs, two 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 floors up. And my uh, yeah, my father lived on the top floor, and the building right next to it was about I don't know three feet away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, close quarters. Yeah. Everybody talk about everybody. That's what I think is Staten Island now. Everybody lives on top of each other in Staten Island. Everybody from Brooklyn is in Staten Island <laughs> yeah, now, they're too. All over there. They're everywhere. My in-laws, everybody there. Forget it. They want us to go there. Bad. I can't. We're not, we're not ready. It's, it's, we're it's going nice. to Shore Road before we go anywhere. Where? We're going to Shore Road before we go there. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, in my house, we are. I don't know about anybody else. We're not going to Staten Island anytime soon. No yeah, disrespect to Staten Island. Start the line, I call them. You're not ready to hit the Shaolin yet, huh? Ah, Shaolin Island's good for the RZA. He even left. Was... <laughs> Even the Rizzo left. Hold on. No, you can't find one Wu-Tang member there. Yeah, the hipsters are getting into Staten Island hipsters now, too. Hipsters are living in Stapleton now. <laughs> they got PBRs. Oh, there's no way they're in Stapleton. Are they in Stapleton? Nah, nah. I'm there's a... no way. <laughs> Let me tell you a quick Stapleton story. <laughs> quick Stapleton. <laughs> so this is uh, my brother lived in Staten my, oh, my stepbrother, Jay, he lives in Florida now. I was going to say, what's up with Big Mikey? Anthony? Oh, no, Anthony, right. Yeah, Read the park, my brother. He's in Jersey now. Ah, he's up there in Jersey. Then go up there in Jersey and tell him. <laughs> See, what are you doing in Jersey? <laughs> he's actually with, uh, he's actually coming out tomorrow to my Big mom's. Ant. We're all going to meet up, so. Oh, salute, Ant. But my brother Jay, he lived in Staten Island, and I went to go hang out with him, and he worked at the Pet uh, Pet Smart or some shit, and... <laughs> He gave, and I went. I was hanging out with him, and he gave his friend the ride home, who lived in Stapleton. So he went with him. So I was like, "Guys, guys, come up a little, come up, you know." All right, so all right, so we're walking through the courtyard. He was like, "He was like, be careful, guys. They throw bricks off the roof." <laughs> and me, <laughs> I don't like know, him. dude. I'm look, I'm scared out of my fucking pants. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But hey, don't worry, I'm not moving. We, we walk. The elevators broke. The staircase smells like piss. <laughs> sure. We get into his apartment. And I was like, yo, this isn't so bad. It was actually, you know, it was nice. And the then, actual apartment in the act when you got behind the closed doors in his actual apartment. And then I saw the roaches. So But that guy there were roaches, not bed bugs. So And then the, that was it. <laughs> the roaches they go away. You know, the bed bugs they like to hang around. Yeah. But the fucking I, one thing I remember about Brooklyn is the fucking water bugs. Oh yeah, they're huge. Monsters. They look they look like they're gonna fly, but they don't. Fucking they got monsters. wings. They're wings, but they're not functional. Alright, Brooklyn, Lords of Brooklyn. Yes, what's up? The big LOB crew, the big LOB reunion going on at the Gramsci Theater August first. Tickets available, Ticketmaster online, Live Nation. Uh the box office is probably the best bet. Twentieth anniversary show. Twentieth Anniversary, 20th anniversary of All in the Family, which was released July 11th, 1995. Oh, so it's the anniversary of the release of that album. Right, but we're performing that album live. Oh, it's With okay. a bunch of other little treats, of course, but we're going to do uh, the bulk of the All in the Family record. And not to mention it's a reunion of sorts because all of us haven't played together in about, like, 18 years. Wow. So last time all the original members from... That album, 1995, uh, All in the Family, together on stage. That's pretty fucking awesome, man. Cause... So, yeah, no, it's definitely dope. I mean, because, let me tell you, the guys were all my brothers. I grew up with them. Cave's like, been, always been a big brother to me. ADM, DJ ADM has been like a brother to me. Everybody, you, you have your trials, your tribulations, you go through life. I mean, we all been through a lot of shit together, you know, those guys. I consider them brothers. 
and you know life goes on man you know what i'm saying yeah. like everybody goes on they do their thing you know the glory's never over and it's kind of like we all you know buried buried all the hatchets we may have all had right. we've done that over the years so you know it was this was kind of like logical how did do. this come about um did someone uh did you uh, come up with it? Did someone come up with it? Was there something no, you guys had planned? It just, like I said, you know, it kind of just all fell together. Uh, Caves and I and Scotty were talking with Adam back last year, around maybe uh, the end of October, November. We were in the studio. We were trying to get some some new material together, you know, just, you know, fuck around, come out with some new LOB shit, you know what I mean? A bunch of years later, you know. And then all of a sudden, it, you know, life gets in the way. This happens. This goes on. Uh, we come into 2015. Now, yeah. 2015, you know, would be the official 20-year date. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We tried to get some some music out there. Uh, but everybody's schedules are different nowadays, of course, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, everybody's got families, kids, this, that, the whole kit kaboom. You know, there's five of us to be. You know what I mean? There that's was, a lot of. Uh, that's a lot know, of schedules to be. Schedules. You know, moving around and whatever. Absolutely. You know, Caves. He's a legend. He's got. He's got uh, acting career. He's a tattoo artist. He's got. The, Adams got beats at that career. He works. He's got kids. They all got kids between them. You know, Scotty works. He's an iron worker. You know, yeah. but me and him been together doing the Dead Rabbit stuff too. So right. you know, it all it, it was all kind of coming together to to this, you know, to the, especially this year, you know, and uh, no no better time in the summer to get a type of show that we're doing and on, uh, Saturday. a Saturday night. And it's a Saturday night, <laughs> and it's a reunion, and it's, you know, it's it's a full-on 20 years. Uh, go check out Mass Appeal and check out the Brooklyn Made article with Mr. Caves. Uh, he brings so much more to the story than I ever could, you know what I mean, uh, about this whole thing coming up to that. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, man, it's just... And these are the stories I'll always be telling. So, I'll, you know, it, 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 you hear the whole full-on thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe not. It, I'll probably tell this story in a, in a bunch of podcasts. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, <people>. yeah, definitely, <laughs> man. But like I said, for right now, what we're doing, man, it's um, it's definitely dope. I'm looking forward to it. We're all looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, and, uh, I'm sure you guys have rehearsals. You like you, 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 We've been rehearsing, yeah, sure. We got a lot. We, we're getting it. Has the rust right? coming off? Rust? Any rust? Uh, yeah, nah, nah, no, no rust. It's really what we got. Um, the the main thing to pay attention to that especially me as a you know as a performer and as an artist uh we're mixing digital straight from the record and we're mixing uh of the band that we have which is a bunch of talented musicians tommy salami uh d reese uh our boy tim on guitars for he's just these people they, i mean they, these guys are a, a sick music music musical band yeah. So I almost did a Christopher Walken on that. The musical <laughs> band. These guys are a band. Musical. No, but these guys are great. And we have to, not we, but like I you know, have to find my way in to fit in with it, with it all. Because I wasn't on the, the live stuff. I was on the, the, the digital, you know, the first record stuff, you know, the, hip, the real hip hop stuff. Yeah. Uh, but the Lords put out a record in 2006. Uh, the Brooklyn way, uh, that, and there's going to be a bunch of tunes from that. 
with the whole mix of the live and and uh, DJ aspect of it. So it's going to be dope. DJ Sev One, by the way, is going to be on the ones and twos for us. Nice. That 2006 That's- album had a, a a rock feel. Had more of like a rock feel. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of stuff with Tim Armstrong. They they he produced uh, that Outlaw song. Um, I, I'm in the dark with that really too much because I, I wasn't I was doing the Paulie Nugent stuff with Skunk Records uh, at, around that time. Right. So I was like, I heard it uh, the record and everything what they were doing. I was like, oh cool. But I was I was uh, working on on my record Late Night Stereo around that time. Well, uh, starting the beginnings of it. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, it, as opposed to all in the family, you could totally see the two contrasts. Right. Yeah. And um, all in the family was pretty big, man. I even I remember, you know, uh, all we do is drink, fuck, and fight. It's a Saturday <laughs> night. I'll never forget that, man. That was a big album. My friend Ralph. I never owned the album myself, but my friend Ralph would fucking play that album <laughs> all the time, man. He loved that shit. Back in those days too, but and you know the the early '90s uh, up until like the late '90s, we toured and we toured a lot with the hard, the New York City hardcore scene. I saw so, I saw loads. I was of gonna say, have you seen us? I mean, because we we did every matinee and gig from here to fucking to California, you know, on a hardcore trip. For the people out there that uh, you know are on the fence about going to the show. Um, Saturday night, the Gramercy. I saw loads of Brooklyn on Long Island at a hardcore show, and they killed it, man, for real. We that was how we would always attack the, the stage, like a hard because we didn't have. We were like probably the only act up there that didn't have a band. You yeah. know what I mean? We were going off a of dat tape at the time, but we would attack it lyrically, like we you know like we were playing instruments and shit. You know, we were fucking going running around on stage, going bananas, fucking throwing beers. Yeah. The whole nine yards, you know? But then again, we were always on a bill with, like, Scarhead, H2O. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Sick of It All, Biohazard, you know, all my favorites. I, I loved hardcore growing up. So, you know, being friends with the Bad Brains to me was like I was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So make- you know those guys? Oh, yeah, they're great, man. They seem like first. great guys. They are, 100%, man. Don't believe the hype, man. Everything about these dudes, man, they're stand-up dudes. Dr. No, Daryl, yeah. even HR. HR, everybody, he's got his... That's him, man. That's who he is. You know, Earl. Earl's the most, forget it, most down-to-earth dude you've ever met. They, man, fucking talk about pioneers, originators, I man. look at wow. those guys like mentors, man. Like, yo, I follow... I've always been a PMA type kind of man yeah. mentally so I, I just followed that you know they did I, so I applied much. that in my musical journey not only did they have that that PMA they really I don't know if they introduced it but they really brought it home but they also played faster than anybody at that yeah. time yeah well that was the main you know that was that was what set them apart it wasn't the fact that they were black it was the fact that they fucking jammed on it they could have been everything fucking, and anything that was out at that time they could have been fucking green you know well, they, well, they were all, all real talented jazz fusion, fusion uh, instrumentals to begin with. So they were used to changes and things like that. They yeah. just did it in a hardcore fashion with maybe three chords. You know right. what I'm saying? Instead of doing like a symphony on some major changes and all this, and they condensed that and went ten times faster. Yeah, it's good to know that some of these guys that, um, you know, I've been listening to that, that Bad Brains album since forever. And it's nice to know that they're real people. You know, they're not like No, dicks. absolutely. It wasn't, yeah, you know, they were never spoiled by the machine, so to, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
You know, I mean, I'll be honest with you, you know, especially, I mean, I can say I'm a musician because I know how to play an instrument. I've been playing the drums since I'm 12. So, I mean, granted, I'm not, that's not what I'm not, that's not what I'm known for. Mm. But I always approached lyrics and, you know, being a vocalist at, with, with that, being in, treating it as an instrument. And, and I notice a lot of people, musicians, that a lot of these guys are douchebags, man. You know, like they have a douche mentality. It was just so refreshing to know that the brains weren't. Yeah, you know I'm not saying? surprised, you know. I'm not surprised that, that you said really they were more of like douchebags. Yeah, no, everybody's like, yeah, I'm a musician, I do this, and all this. and then you got the music snobs, which I love, but you got guys who are talented and can't play, but yeah. they got just such jerked-off fucking mentality of looking at things and just a dicked-off way about them that it's like, you know what? Now your talent's out the window. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You could be Mozart. It You're a dick. Matter. It don't matter. You're a jerk-off. There was, um... One step outside, we'll step outside right now. A friend of mine from the UK that I know through podcasting, he has a band, and um, I really liked him. It's called Spam Javelin, and uh, so, you know, I, I posted his band, the the cover. He just released an EP. I, I put the cover to EP on my Instagram with some tunes behind it, and I guess one of the guys in his band commented and said, yo, that's Aces. I guess they say that over there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I wrote back to him. I was like, yo, man, I really like your shit, man. Good job. And I followed him. Right. And not only did I not get a compliment back, I mean, not a compliment back, a comment back, I didn't <laughs> get a follow back. Right? right. So I look at his picture and he looks like a fucking fake ass rock star. <laughs> he probably is. No disrespect, Steve. You're a good guy, but I don't know who this other guy is. He's not aces, I'll tell you. That. He's not aces. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who he is right now, but now it's Bam Javelin. Now you're not aces now. <laughs> How about that? You want to fuck with Mike? Now you're not aces. Yeah, let me just get it. I mean, I'm telling you, your band is good, and I'm following you. I mean, you know what I'm saying? See, that's just... another crazy thing about nowadays. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I believe me. I know, I know 100% what you're saying. I do the same shit. Then I'm like, I turn around and look at myself. What am I doing? Yeah, like, right. here I am. Like, I know. <laughs> I'm actually fucking saying, yeah. like, yo, all right, dude. You know, like, and then they're like, yeah, <laughs> Right, you know, that's what that's like. Like that's I follow is. you, and then you don't follow me back. I tell you what, now, now you get, now you get blocked, and <laughs> and I abuse you. Yeah. From here on out, because I came to you and you blow it. I love the De Niro that you throw out there once <laughs> in a while. By the way, that was a De Niro from uh, what was that one? Cop Town. This, not, Cop Lane. Uh, Cop Lane. Yeah. Cop. Yeah. Yeah. I I can I can I feel like he said that a couple times. Yeah, I feel like that too. But you know what it is? It's it's that whole he drags it out. Which anybody who's Italian knows that that's what they do about anything, because it could be anything. If you want to send it home, you send it home with a little drag out. Like like put that down. What are yeah. you doing? Put that put that down. How about this one? Bring it over. Bring it over. There it is. There it is. <laughs> It's that you bring it over. Don't overcook it. It's gonna bother me about a steak. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> Larry, who's an animal? <laughs> Your mother's an animal. Oh, son of a bitch. How great is that fucking movie, Raging Bull? You know, I was just talking about this the other day uh, with a good friend of mine. I could watch that movie, and it's a long fucking movie, too. It's like some two and a half hours. Yeah. I could watch that movie and and still want more. Like, oh, what do you mean? It just started. <laughs> Everything about that, it's just, everything. 
And you know the best part about it was it was made in 1980, right? But Marty. And I can call him Marty because I've never been in any of his movies. Marty <laughs> likes to take it to nineteen fucking forty-five, nineteen forty-three, whenever it was that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He tells that period. I've, I've always been a fan of period pieces to begin with. And the black and white worked. And in, in nineteen eighty, when they were just coming out of the fucking the doldrums of yeah. disco in the late seventies. Everything was day glow from eighty on. You know, they were just starting. They were they were prepping new wave, so, right? They were pre prepping society for these colors, bold yeah. colors, craziness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, dyed hair, you know, neon hair, this and that, and the whole Malcolm McLaren thing. McLaren uh, was that the Coke guy? No, uh, no that was the <laughs> way. Who was the guy with the Coke? That was um uh, Delorean, right? Delorean, right? That was the D the Delorean, which was in uh. Back to the Future, which he got caught uh, selling a bunch of Coke or some shit. Oh, they found the Coke. He, he loaded up a DeLorean with Coke. Or something. <laughs> he made a DeLorean out of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> some shit like that. I don't know. He, he went to Bolivia and came back in a DeLorean made out of Coke. I don't know. It was something crazy like that. But, uh, no, um, Michael McLaren was Buffalo Girls, which everybody would know him as the Pharrell hat guy, which made uh, – a fucking splash in, in the um. Oh, the Arby's hat. <laughs> yeah, the Arby's hat with these soulless us reading magazine fashionistas. Right. Uh, that made a big day. It's like if anybody knows anything, or if, if you were alive in 1983 and you ever saw Buffalo Gals the video, you would know exactly where the fuck he was coming from with that. That's where that's from. Yeah. I don't, I don't know it, but that's where that's from. Well, look it up now. Yeah, that's really what he took it from. I mean. You know, the same thing with Eminem, with three Buffalo girls go around the outside, trailer park girls. He's really trying to do what Malcolm McLaren and the scheme team did in 1983 with the Rocksteady crew in the video. Oh, yeah, yeah that sounds familiar now. I think, did you, might, did you mention that on the, on the podcast? That sounds um, familiar. Uh, maybe on a, one of the uh, podcasts. Uh, but, I, or maybe somebody brought up the whole Pharrell hat thing. That's probably what I... So I was like, now, if anybody knows anything, that's he's not. That's not hidden. He didn't innovate that. He didn't pull that out of his ass. So yeah, how could he anyway? How he could he just bit it? <laughs> he's a biter. He's a biter. Man. Now you said that you can't. You can call Marty Marty because you never were in, in any of his movies, right? But right. you were in Bronx Tale. That so can you call Rob, Robert De Niro Bobby? Hey, you want to bug out? <laughs> yeah, I can call him Bobby. I, actually, I call him Dad. But. Uh, <laughs> Yo, he's bringing Bronx Tale to the stage as a musical, and he's directing it. I just heard about it on, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> I just heard about it on Twitter. No, uh, a what do you call it? No, yeah, he's, they're doing Bronx Tale as a musical, and he's directing it. Because he directed Bronx, that was his only movie he's ever directed. Was I, don't, Bronx I don't know. I, listen, I saw Bronx Tale with Chaz Palminteri, the one-man show. That was how it first got. That was the whole. That was the baby that started it all. That was fucking amazing. Now a musical. I don't know. Yeah, That's a little too much. I think this is what to do. Because you know, because the Rocket musical was so fucking successful. The thing was on Broadway for a week. <laughs> they did three. They did three previews and then they cut it. They didn't even have an opening. They fucking cut it right out. They're like, all right, and five, four, three, two, canceled. <laughs> They're but, fucking making yeah. everything a musical. 
I only, I mean, what, but what are they going to, like, what are the songs they're going to do? Like, are they going to make up, if they made up songs for that? I can understand, like, in the beginning, we say, you know, at, at night you could hear the sounds of Italian men rom- romancing their women. Marie, get the fuck in the car. Like, That's... I understand how that works in the movie. How are you going to translate that? Into oh, the my God. Now, Marie, uh... get the fuck in the car. I'm like, yeah, what are they going to do? They can know? do it. They'll do it. I don't know what they're gonna do, but they'll do something. He's obviously it's 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 been green lighted. No word on the casting yet, but you're gonna be hearing about it. So mark my words. I gotta tell you, at least once a week, somebody at my job says the worker man's a sucker. <laughs> well, because he is. We are. <laughs> Believe me, I've been on both ends of the corn, on both ends of the cairn. The cairn. Yeah, I want to also um, give you props on, uh, dude. I love that that track that's on the SoundCloud, uh, Coruscant Rock. Yes, that was uh, actually I produced that. That was a uh, what do you call it? Um, that I made I made that on the uh, Akai MPC. And what I'm a big Star Wars fan, as as we know, to call it Coruscant Rock because we know Coruscant's the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it just, the whole feel of that track just sounded like something that they should, not, not that he should use it, but when I hear it, it's what I think of. When I heard that, that track, um, I think of a city at night, lights. Even I get even get like an overhead view or maybe crossing a bridge into a city when I hear that. Right, that dun, 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 dun. For me, it's more the beeps. The yeah, and the one, two, all yeah. that. It's got the, um, it's, uh, I forget what it is. On, it's, just, it's a setting on NPC with, uh, I think it's 8-bit voice or some shit. All right, it's so, an 8-bit voice. That's why all those bleeps and shit, that's all 8-bits. Love the Coruscant rock, man. But you brought up Star Wars, so let's just touch on this real quick. Sure. How you wait, 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 wait. Don't. Just hold on one sec. Don't say it. Got to give a shout out to the Bats Podcast. B.A. I know what you're going to say. T.S. Got to say what's up to the Naked Porch Podcast. What's up, guys? Thanks for all the support. Thanks for listening. Yes. I know what you're going to say. What do I feel about 144 days, is it now? Wait a minute. I, I, I got to address something real quick because I got you on video. What the fuck is that tall boy? Is that is that liquor <laughs> or what is that? Oh, you've been. Oh, that's right. You can see me on the thing. It's, you check that out. What is that? Can you see it? Drug Wars in the Star Wars <laughs> font. Yeah, big up Carlos at uh, Classic Material New York. That's where you can get those t-shirts. Oh, that uh, it's a little margarita I got there. Oh, nice. That thing, it looked like a, for a second, it looked like you were drinking a fucking Coors. It looked like a big Coors can. <laughs> nah, I don't drink no Coors. I was going to say, what the fuck, this guy's drinking yeah. Coors? Coors, what do I, want to stay sober? Yeah. Fuck out of here, Coors Light. You nuts. Alright, so Star Wars, where you at with the new shit? 144 days or so we got, maybe 130-something days. Oh, you're counting I'm down. I'm counting down, exactly. That could show you right there that I'm very interested, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Uh... No, I'm telling you, man, I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of, uh, I don't know, there's, there's things that, 
there's things I want to know, like, you know, uh, what is just, it? Yeah. Really? You know, like I'm trying to piece it together from watching the trailer and, and it, I'm just, there's just a lot of, there's, there's more question marks yeah. than like, Oh, okay, cool. They're bringing this back. Well, all right. You know what I mean? Because, but what is this? What is right? That? What is, there's nothing familiar that I see other than, and I thought it was Tatooine. It's not even Tatooine. Oh, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's like um, where all the all the, the fucking sick images of the starship destroyers like smashed in <gasps> in, in sand. Yeah, or like just like the heads of them popping out. Like it's not even Tatooine. I think it's some uh, another uh, another uh, planet. It's similar to Tatooine. It's like there's is, is apparently it, there's a few of them. It's in the extended universe. There's another planet called Dantooine. Yeah, it's it's maybe it's I, one of those. It's something like that because actually, you want to know why? Bug out on this. How I actually even know this is I was checking out like the real fanboy type fucking. Uh, they make these little YouTube videos and shit. Uh, and like fan-made shit? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was checking out a few of those just to get an idea, like, you know, like, not to make it a black or white thing, too. Like, we all know Stormtroopers or the clones, anyway, were, you know, from cut from Django Fett. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now, you know, to have... Uh, now I, f I hear that this guy that uh, is the Stormtrooper, the black... John Boyega. Right. Is apparently... Uh, he's he's actually like a Jedi or something. He's going to be worked into it. They don't give too much, uh, but he has something a lot to do with the plot more so than he's just a, 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 a an unmasked stormtrooper, like a rogue stormtrooper. Well, I don't know. Like he's or he, you know. Hey, look, put it this way, you know, back in let's go back to the original, which is the seventh one, right? Back in nineteen seventy seven. That was uh, episode four. New, a New Hope, right. Four, right. Yeah. So that's four. They were all in Stormtrooper gear after they killed them, right? When they were in the, they were in the compactor. Yeah. So yeah. If, if you didn't know anything about it and you saw them there, obviously, they're definitely not Django Fetch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. He doesn't... He doesn't look like the Jango Fett. Like, but that's the thing that they were saying, too. Like, is the theory, uh, you know, did he kill one of the Stormtroopers or the clones and just, you know, jack their garb? You know, walk around like one of them, as they always did, you know, in past Star Wars. Is, oh, he, is he an integral part of the story? Here's another theory, all right, about that guy. Um, check this out. So, Disney and Lucasfilm, they're um, releasing comic books and books to bridge the gap between the last one and this one. Mm. And in one of the comic books, there's a black woman... Saying that Han Solo's her husband. Hmm. So he could be his son. Because there is in the extended universe is uh, Jaden Solo. Well, they, they're was... fucking wiping all that shit out now and starting over. Oh, is that is that right? Yeah, Because well, that wouldn't make any sense then. Yeah, they wiped all the extended uni expanded universe. They're wiping it all out. Really? And, and they're doing their own shit now. That's why they're releasing all these new books uh, and everything. Oh, is that because of Disney? Um, I think they want to just do their own kind of universe. I but they already had it. Why would they do? Why would they change it? I wouldn't be surprised if they do pull some shit from it. But they said that that shit's not canon. 
Like, I like all that, you know, there's all kinds of sick darts and shit that we never heard of and fucking mm. sick looking, you know, Sith characters and crazy Jedis. Like, I was into all that shit, man. Does, does that, how do you, does that suck that, like, I mean, you know all that shit and then I come along like, eh, nah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's kind of like you have to relearn the whole, you know, it's like, yeah, that sucks, you gotta man. relearn the whole poem again. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because they had, um, they had, let's see, Leia and Han had kids, Luke and... Yeah, um, right, I, I remember that, and Jaden Solo and Mace, Mason Solo, even the Mandalorians, they had a whole thing, like, uh, Boba had a whole other tribe of kids and shit that, uh... Yeah, became... I heard about, I heard one of the Mandalorian stories, and it was really fucking cool, they even said, you know, how he got his armor and all that shit, how he Yeah, I was into all that shit. All the, oh, forget about the planets, Hoth and Coruscant and, uh, you know, even Kashyyyk and all these places. I was, I would really read these places, you know, these pages. Like, they were real places. They talked about the fauna, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I haven't even like, heard of that one. Yeah, no, the fauna, which would be, would, would be, you know, plant material, like on Kashyyyk or Endor. Oh, the fauna, that's what you, yeah. I thought you meant there was like, a planet, okay. No, no, they had like a bunch, you know, they would they would, they would break it down to the fauna. Like fauna and flora, right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, what kind of shit grew on Kashyyyk, but didn't grow on Endor. You know, I was into all that shit. Hoth, of course, nothing except for the Wampas, or not the Wampas, the, uh, the, the Bumbles, the fucking, what do you call them, the <laughs> Abominable Snowmen. What are those things called, man? I just call them the Abominable uh, I Snowmen. I forget, no, they, I think they called, I, I knew the name, I forget, it's, it's eluding me now. Um, uh, and they, they want to call the Ice Monster, but it's, it's there's a certain name for them. Yeah, just like the... Just like the things that uh, that lived in um, the Dagobah system, the Minops and shit. Yeah, the Minops, yeah. You know, they were those gnarly-looking fucking... Uh, suckers. Suck-back-type suck suck suckers. Yeah. I was intrigued by all that shit, man. I was like, yo, I want to know what these places are like. These are real places in my mind, you know. You it know? is a whole fucking thing, man. There's so And they're doing solo movies. There's so much to pull from. It's not just like one story. There's millions of stories. That fucking Rogue One trailer. Not it's not a trailer. The Rogue One little clip they showed last year. Did you? Yeah, 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 that? yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. That's the one I was checking out. I was like, what the? F like, but I was looking for more. Like I said, more question marks than I was like, what is that? This is. This doesn't look. It looks familiar, but I, I, I can't. I can't. Call, I can't put my finger on it. You know I'm what I mean? Excited about that Rogue One standalone movie. That's that looks pretty fucking cool. Yo, let me tell you something. I've seen some other crazy fucking fan movies they made. Some of those shits are fucking sick. Oh, yeah. They do. They know what the fuck they're doing. Those guys. Yeah, they're shot well, and they're down to the costumes and production value. That shit's almost like, yo, why doesn't... Why didn't George Lucas take a, you know, a key from these cats or employ them or something? Like, yeah. you give these guys the, the, the green light, they'll, they'll make anything you want come to life. Because they got that passion, too. If they're doing it on their exactly. own time... Exactly. Imagine if you're you paying know, these guys. This guy's a fucking uh, hedge, uh, a hedge fund trader by day. <laughs> He's running around like a fucking crimson god. Yeah. He's running around like a crimson god at night. He actually paid top dollar to fucking for exact replica. It's sick. They fucking these guys got full Boba Fett suits. Like they look real. The, right. Like down to like the armor scratched from battle. They know exactly how to, like, fucking scratch the armor. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the old, the, the, the fake punks that used to scuff their boots. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, look like they were Cut holes in their pants. You cut holes in the pants, scuff the boots on the curb. Yeah. Make it look tough. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, they would do this shit to the team. I love that Star Wars universe, too, man. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I was big into that, man. I mean, that's why, you know, I was looking for it the other day, and I was like, yo, how come uh, I can't find it? Now I'm getting this Wikipedia shit. Oh, yeah. What's the deal with that? Do you know what uh, it's... That's it's, Wikipedia. Yeah, it's I remember Wikipedia ten, for Star Wars, really. Ten years ago, there used to be used to be able to go to the EU site, Star Wars. Yeah. You mean tell me they got they did away with that? It might still exist, but according to J.J. Abrams and the new movies, that shit isn't. It doesn't count really? in their timeline in their world. Really? Yeah. That's whack, bro. That's what they said. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a big thumb. You can see that, right? Big thumb down. I'm down that motherfucker. So that's why they're releasing a whole bunch of new literature, comic books, and novels now to bridge the gap between uh, Return of the Jedi and uh, the new one, Force Awakens. What if you were a kid that kind of caught the end of the the extended universe, and then now they're trying to force feed you this new type of shit? Uh, what do you mean, like? Like what would you like if you were? Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Subliminal messages. <laughs> what about if you, you know what I mean? If you were a kid that, like, let's say 2005, 2004, you were into the extended universe. It was easily accessible for you. You went online, you typed it in, and checked it out. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's say you're old enough now. You say it's like 2007, 8. No, not later than that. 2010. And now they're rewriting what you already, you know what I mean, like looked at. I think um, what you can do is just, this is going to be, what I'm about to say is impossible for any Star (laughs) Wars person. But if you're so invested in the expanded universe, don't even watch the movies. Just live in that world, you know? Yeah. How do you not watch the new movies, though? No, dude, you kidding me? I've been watching them since 1977 in the theaters. And I actually, I didn't see, I didn't see uh, the Phantom Menace in the theaters. That was the only one I didn't see in the theaters. Yeah, that's the every one of them I say you have to go see. I was just telling my wife too. I said, "Listen, this it comes out on Christmas Day, right?" I said, "We're going to the theater to see this." When you know, I'm not waiting. Uh, I'm going, I got, cause you have to, it's, it's something, yeah, yeah. it's like tradition for me. Yeah. I got to see it on the big screen. And it's funny you said that cause I was, I was, I was telling Angela too, this might be the one movie we go to the midnight fucking, <laughs> the oh, midnight right. screening. Well, but the thing is, that's what I'm saying. I, I wanted to do that, but it's like, it's full on Christmas. So, and you yes. guys got kids too. You know what I mean? You got to bring the kids with you if you're going to do that. And um, it's all the fucking freaks are gonna be out there and yo, yeah, they go out, yo, forget it, full regalia, they go go comic con out. They might ban that shit. They might start I, banning uni- uh, uh, costumes and stuff in the theaters. Really? Oh, well, because, because of the, shootings the, the and kid shit. that drive. Yeah, listen, I don't blame them. Yeah, you. Yeah, no, that's that's hundred percent right. Just you, you, just think about someone going into a theater in a Darth Vader costume. Yeah, so easy know, to do. He's wearing a mask, and he might have something, you know. Yeah, nah, it's easy to do. I mean, shit, I mean, it's it's scary enough without any masks and shit, somebody yeah. doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. That's, and it can, the funny thing is it can happen anywhere. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm, I'm never going to stop, 
you know, nah, I'm not going listen, to theaters. I, look, I live through 9-11, right? I mean, you know, I'm not going to be shook to go anywhere. Exactly. You know, I, you know what I'm saying? But, you life, know, life goes on, but, you know, you can't think like that, that it's going to pop off any minute. But then again, you know, keep like, one eye on that door over there, you know, sure. If you're not aware of your surroundings at any moment and you don't catch vibes. Yeah. Come on, you know, Let's, I'm sure um, it's tough to do. You know, you don't know who's going to shoot up when. But I mean, look, what if you lived, you know what I'm saying? What if you lived in Harlem? You die, you know. Yeah, right. You, you die, you, you get shot too. On a daily basis, sometimes. Yeah, pretty much, you know. You know, or some of the worst statistically crime neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Your daily, you know, they're shooting in broad daylight. That's, um, let's talk about the show one last time before I let Oh, you yes. Go. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Listen, I hope everybody can make it, you know, like we talked about. Uh, it's definitely just from the rehearsals that we've been doing. Lots of energy, man. We're bringing it back to that whole, that old time hardcore feeling, man. Even though it's hip, it's hip hop. The funny thing is about that record now. <clears throat> funny we'll talk about this. Touch on it once before we go. When we made that record and the time that we made that record, it was such a different world than today. You know what I mean? Like, Anybody could have Fruity Loops and they could make their own beats and you know what I mean? Like back in the days, like you had to have, you had to have, you had to have, never mind the balls to want to be a white rapper, you know what I mean? But, you know, you had to make your own music. You had to make your demos. You had to spend money for that. You weren't making them in your room. Mm. Sure, you might have had your ideas for that shit in the room, but you got to bring that to a studio to record it. Right. And that shit took money. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to like you if you had to bring your MPC, you had to bring your four track, whatever you made it on, you had to bring it to a studio. Then you had to convince nine times out of ten, some burnt out old rocker guy had to hook up this equipment that he had no idea of and to run it through boards and then you had to nine times nine tenths of the songs were made right then and there in the actual studio that you brought your, your equipment to. Yeah. You know what I mean? You didn't bring the drum kit. And everybody plugged into amps. This was sampling. This was EMU systems. This was SP1200s. This was Akai 950s. This was a software and analog shit that was being put to tape, analog tape. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. a lot of these guys didn't even have the knowledge of how to do that. And you were paying for that time to make a song. Then you had to put the song together. You had work vocally. You know what I mean? Like, you weren't in the studio for, uh, a, a, you know, for for half an hour and you made three songs. Right. You know what I mean? You put six-hour studio session, eight-hour studio session. It's a work you know what day. I mean? For one, right. Exactly. For one song that was nine times out of ten came out of there unfinished. Wow. That you would have to go back and spend more money on. You know what I'm saying? Like, how much it cost to make records back then. Then, then you had to shop that. Then you had the right connections. Yeah, you, you had, had to actually go out and and like what like I heard stories about selling tapes out of trunks and these type of things. That was one way to do it, but that was what you did after you went to all kinds of meetings all day trying to do the trunk method in a boardroom at Tommy Boy or at Profile Tommy or at Capital. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like you Cold had chilling. To, you got cold chilling, right? <laughs> yo, some sleeping bag records, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, Fucking you had it. You know, fourth and Broadway. 
What was you the know, one with uh, the cartoon guy's head was cut off by the record? What was uh, that one? Nervous. Nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, man. Real hip hop. Yeah, you had to go even rock or whatever. You had to go to Manhattan to these plate to their offices. You had to try to kick the door down. Then you had to try to rap to somebody if you didn't have a tape. You know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. What you had to do to just to get just to not even get in the door, just to bang on the door. What you had people say, "Oh, yo, I'm on my grind. I'm on my grind. I'm on my grind." Mother, you don't have no idea what the grind was back then. Yeah, it's a whole different world. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I said it. I said it once, but I'm gonna say it again. It's work. You actually put in the work. Yeah, a lot. Of, you know, now Footwork. that it, especially especially people, you know, now it's been rendered to like it's ridiculous. The music business now. This is not even a business. It's all free, really. You know what I'm saying? Like the politics end of it will never go away. But it's like, yeah, you know, it's just what it once was is, is like looking at the Tangiers after it's bombed out. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the TNG is all broken down. It's a shell of it. Is it As maybe... It is. is there a positive side to it where now you could just create and release that and distribute the, your own that's, shit? That's the upside. But let me tell you something. You don't... You know... That took 20 years to learn for me. That was an expensive lesson for me. And now I feel gypped even more. Look, all that fucking time yeah. and blood, sweat, and tears. And now you can just, you know... You, could do, you don't even have to be original now. You can just take somebody else's whole style and... And if the hipsters love you, you're the man. Yeah, no one cares if your whole yeah. shit is robbed or. Yeah, no, because no, no they don't know. They don't know themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you could fucking someone will come out with a song. Oh shit! You're frozen. Are you still there, Paulie? Paulie, I got you. Yeah, can you hear me? Oh man, the my internet shut off just now. No problem. But like I said, man, that's <laughs> that was what it was, bro. That's. That was it. I, 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 yeah, it went off, and then after what I said, is they don't know. Dude, you, I was fucking your your you, your video froze, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck just happened?" And I noticed my little my Wi-Fi bar just disappeared. Yeah, on my end, it was like it was calling you. It said, "Let's go." The the, the internet dropped out. Calling Michael back. Uh, all right. Um. Hey, let me let, let me listen. Listen, Mike. Let this be a lesson to you. Mike Watts said it best. In the end. Technology will only let us down. Yeah, I can, I can go with that. It just did. <laughs> exactly. See? See what I'm saying, my dude? Yeah. Well, listen, maybe that's a sign. And maybe they're, they're trying to tell us it's time to go. Paul is, you know. Right, but so what, what What you were saying was, you know, I think the last thing we were talking about was the, the music nowadays. It's like people don't even care if something is a total fucking bite of something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, they don't, you know, it's, as long as they like it and, you know, it makes them, you know, I don't know. It makes them feel like tough or cool or, you know, because, you know, these hipsters, they're coming from Sheboygan. You know what I mean? They're coming from West Bumblefuck. Right, yeah. You know, and um, they don't really know what it's like to, like, they think they like to be opinionated and they don't understand, like, the New York City mentality is not like that, you know? Yeah, we're yeah. very opinionated, too, but, you like, you have to, back, we're, let me just put it this way. In New York, you have to back up your word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't just talk it. And. You know and you got to back up your word. And if you're going to fucking stand up for something, stand up for it. Don't All run. All the way. Don't run. Don't All the run. way. Get, get your teeth knocked out for it. Yeah. Get your head split open for it. You know what I'm saying? You don't stand for anything. You fall for anything. Yeah. If if, if you want to fucking make a statement, 
don't run away. <laughs> yeah, and there are everybody. That's another thing too. Can we stay, let's touch on that before we go? Yeah. Everybody's the internet statement guy now. Everybody's right. the motivational. Everybody's Tony fucking Robbins. Yeah, right. now, you know what I mean. You can do it. It's either one or two things. You could overcome. Duh, we know that. Or everybody's a snake, and what was me? Now, do you... everybody wants a fucking hug. That's what they want. Do you think do you think they practice what they preach so they just want other people to think they do? I think it's more they want other people to think they do because they, they they love the they love the wagon. They yeah. all love to jump on that motherfucking wagon. Oh yeah, for anything. And there's a wagon for everything. Just like just like in, in in entertainment, there's an audience for everything. Same thing with the wagon. There's a wagon for every fucking thing. Who's uh save the whales, kill the whales. Fucking save the manatees, kill the fucking parakeets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, uh, what's the new one now? To kill the fucking, the dentist killed the, the uh, <laughs> what did he do? Uh, he killed a, a, a lion or something in, in Africa, in a gaming community? Um, What are you, what are you talking about? The, uh, the, the ga- uh, uh, big time hunting for games? Yeah, yeah, it's a whole big thing now, I see. What a fucking it's joke. It's crazy. It's Meanwhile, absolutely crazy. He paid the guys, the the crooked fucking African guys. He paid them fifty grand for him for them to bring him to the fucking thing to shoot. Yeah, it's there's a there's come a, on. Yeah. But they want to they want they want to kill the dentist. He's a hunter. Listen, I I pay for a charter boat. I want to go fucking fishing for blues and yeah. porgies, right? And then I get blues and porgies. I paid fucking twenty five dollars to get on the boat to get. And now you want to tell me that what I did was wrong? I paid this guy. He took me out there. I got what I paid for. Maybe they're just anti-dentites. Probably. That's a new one. Anti-dentite. <laughs> That's from Seinfeld. <laughs> it kind of sounds cool. I was about to tell. I was like, yeah, you know, that sounds like something I might be into. Yeah. It's like the way it rolls off your tongue. Dentite. There was a fucking Seinfeld episode where Seinfeld was in, in some kind of trouble with a dentist. He didn't like this dentist. <laughs> so they labeled him an anti-dentite. <laughs> You want to laugh? Seinfeld was another thing, like Sopranos. Like I was telling you earlier, like it took me a minute to warm up to it. Yeah. Because everybody, you know, they were talking about Seinfeld for the whole nineties. Oh, this this show, you gotta. Yeah. Now, granted, I've been watching stand-up comedians since I'm a kid. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, I've caught his act before, and it was it's like not oh, very yeah. good, actually. Yeah, his stand-up was, and especially back in the eighties. Remember the old video store? You used to get the uh, they they would have the um. The stand-up comic tapes, the Dangerfields, or the what are you called, the this, or they would have the HBO yeah. specials yeah, with definitely. Sam Kinison, and they would do they they would show their stand-up routine, whether it was fourteen minutes, twenty-five minutes, depending on, you know, or they would have a few of them, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, you know, what's the one who, who, who hung himself? Uh, Richard Jenny. Na- Nano Nano. Um, oh yeah, Robin Williams. Robin Richard Jenny shot himself. Uh, he shot himself, right? So they go in a, in, a, in a various bunch of ways. But like I said. <laughs> They, they used to have those. They used to have those videotapes where you would, you would, you know, you rent them, and there'd be like 10, 12 comics on them. It was almost like a porn tape, like you know what I'm saying, like where they have like a Mondo, whatever, right? Like a, like a, a merge, like twenty five hours of whatever blowjobs, yeah. whatever, whatever this and that. They used to do that with the fucking with, with the comedians, and I rem- always remember seeing Jerry Seinfeld's act, and I would forward it. Yeah, I'm like this guy's too slow for me. 
Yep. I can't, you know, he's whining. He's saying he doesn't see, he, he's not yelling at me or he's not doing something that's funny. I mean, great, I'm 12, 13 years old watching this. Fart jokes were really what was up my alley. You that's know what I'm saying? Still, fart jokes are still Which funny. Which is still funny to this day. Don't underestimate the fart joke ever. Yeah. It's a guaranteed laugh, always. But that's a whole other podcast. But <laughs> I'll tell you, when I would see Seinfeld, and then when everybody was all into it, oh, Seinfeld, I was like, definitely not. I'm not watching this shit. Yeah. Definitely not. No way. Then after a while, a couple of fucking hungover mornings or whatever, you're like you're forced to watch it, or you're just like, yeah, let me see what the fucking big deal is. Yeah. Then it, then it grew on me. It eventually grew on me. Now I'm watching, like, oh, it's great. Can't stand you. Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah, I'm yeah. Hooked. You know what I'm saying? I'm in. The great like, thing about like that show, the thing I like about that show is because the four main characters are all fucking assholes. They're selfish. They're self-centered. <laughs> they're the they type of people f- I would like to slap. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about... Like, you never see main characters be so self-centered, shallow people. It was right. great. No, they were. And, and you know what the, the backlash to that was? There was people that didn't even really watch the show that that that's who that... That that's they were them to the T. Like, oh, you must be a Seinfeld fan. You know what I mean? Like, and it's yeah. like, nah, I'm just a fucking precocious, fucking superficial cocksucker. <laughs> we, we we exist. There was fucking one episode where Jerry would do like a silly voice, and his girlfriend didn't like it, so she gave him an ultimatum whether to pick <laughs> the silly voice or her, and he picked the silly voice. <laughs> That's it. I can laugh at that now, yeah. but at the time it was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt, absolutely. But you know, I mean, like I said, I mean, it's a New York thing too. That's another thing. It, yeah, it's it's very very Jewish. It's very New York. Very Jewish. Very very New York Jewish. Yeah. But then again, that's the Seinfeld way. And, and never mind that. Now, what we really didn't know was, um, what's his name? Kramer. No. Um, Larry David was really it was really oh, yeah. he, was, he was the silent partner in it all. You could you tell because Kirby enthusiasm is is, uh, is brilliant. It's, it's it is, but there would not be any Kirby enthusiasm if there would be no Seinfeld. Oh yeah, that was like his his um. Well, that was that was his validation. Then he could do anything. Yeah, okay. after that, forget it. He's he's free. He's unleashed. and when you look at old Seinfeld too, you see more and more how much. He had a hand in the writing. Yeah, I mean, and he, not and to w- mention his name is right there and top billing. And when he left, there was a noticeable change in the show too. Right, because right. I don't think he was there for like the last couple seasons. It was something like that. He had just made so much money from it anyway that he he, he didn't give a shit. He just said, "All right, you guys go ahead." And he kept his residual checks coming, and he, he was he was happy with that. Yeah, he made a couple cameos in a couple episodes too. Right, which didn't. Which nobody really knew. No, you didn't know back then. Until right, until after Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's a whole other podcast right there. The the Seinfeld Curb Your Enthusiasm paradox. <laughs> they actually, I, oh man, I wish I would have fucking. Do I mean, that sounds like one of your episodes. They fuck. They did a fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm episode with the Seinfeld cast in it. <laughs> is that right? There's I your paradox. I, I got. <laughs> That's Bizarro paradox. There it is. But to be honest with you, I, I, I didn't really like the Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm. It took me a couple of episodes to warm up to him too. With that, like I was very, I'm very standoffish to their whole way of their whole thing. Yeah, their whole thing they got until, going on until it just grabs me in. 
And yeah. it does eventually. Like the one when he thought he wasn't Jewish or he met his parents, he was adopted or something in the Kirby enthusiasm and he wasn't Jewish or something or and he took the plane back. He was he, he did all the stereotypes that the Jews aren't supposed to do, like, you know, eating the meat with the milk and the things like that. Oh, yeah, was, right, right. Jeez. Bro, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Some of those shows are And I was just brilliant. like, yo, I'm in. All right, I got to watch this guy now. I'm in. It's just, I mean, usually the whole neurotic Jew thing doesn't really vibe with me. I mean, no disrespect to Jews. Yeah, yeah sure. Or neurotic Jews, for that matter. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't. I don't I don't see that, you know. I'm more the fat, poor Italian joke guy kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I get into. But they do but, it right. They do it in a way where you I, I tell you, it's almost like we're talking about, like, a, a fucking sandwich. When done right, the Jewish neuroticism <laughs> thing is... is Quite tasty, cats, cats like I would say. All right, let me put you on a spot before I let you go. Five oh. top five, not shows, but oh, like, I said five top five. Anything right there means it's definitely more than top five. Okay. All right, so give me <laughs> uh, like sitcoms. Sitcoms, uh, cartoon or live? You know, let's just go either. Whatever. <laughs> Let's just go what you deem sitcom. Because I already know you're number one. I'm not going to say it, but let's start at, at, at five. Start at five. Five sitcom. Good times. Wow. That's okay. Yeah, sure. Good one. Four. Uh, Archie Bunker. I thought that would be a little higher, but yeah, all right, cool. All in the Family's great. All in the Family. Three sitcoms. Sitcom. See, we got Three's Company, Married with Children. Three's fuck. Company. Sitcom. At, at, uh, let's see, we got. Hey, wait. Have you watched that lately? Dude, no, I haven't, a, actually. I got to YouTube that. It's a good fucking shit. It's fun. Yo. I, I used to watch it I, religiously as a, as a kid. Jack Tripper was Happy fucking great. Happy Days. Happy Days. I'm going back to the chat. See, it's like, I know it's, it's, it's going to overflow. Of course, all-time sitcom ever number one, Honeymooners. Honeymooners. I, yeah, I knew it, yeah. Of course. We all knew that. But actually, that's the, it, it deserves its own. It's in its own fucking universe. It's in its own universe. This should be a, a Honeymooners universe. They're still copying that show now. Um, let me tell you, and they're not doing a very good job of it, man. They're, they're missing the genius of the great one. Yes, that's a whole. That's a whole Queens. other podcast we got to do. We'll do a whole Jackie Gleason podcast. We'll do it on his birthday or some shit. You uh, know, uh, La uh, uh, Larry King had a lot of interactions with Jackie Gleason back in the day. He, Larry King's old enough. <laughs> yeah, he's like 172. You want a bug? A fun fact about Jackie Gleason, or whatever I heard. Uh, I heard. Well, I heard, but it's been circulated out there that Richard Nixon showed him a fucking alien at Roswell. And that's just because he was into aliens and, and all kinds of shit like that. And he showed him the dead alien and that changed his whole fucking life from that time. I think it was like 1975 or some shit. Or 72 or some shit like that. He showed him the fucking alien and, and, and he was bugged out ever since i've never heard that that's so fucking google that one google that one yeah it's a whole like i can i am not doing any justice but the gist is he showed him a and then he because they said jackie gleason like one 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 of his bars in his house he had multiple bars littered throughout the mansion one of them was built like a spaceship 
that was modeled after his whole experience with Nixon at Roswell. That's crazy. I can't. I've never heard that before. Google That's that. Crazy. You heard it here first. Google that one. Awesome. I uh, okay. August uh, Saturday, August first. Everybody, Saturday, August first, Gramercy Theater. We have the Wilding Incident. Danny Diablo, Sasha Jenkins. They have a group called the Wilding Incident. If you don't know who Danny Diablo is from Scarhead, Crown of Thorns, Ice Pick, Ice Pick, Legendary Queens. Graffiti murderer. Him and Sasha Jenkins, the man behind Mass Appeal, the man behind Ego Trip Magazine, the man behind the newly fresh dressed, which is a documentary that's out now on pay per view. It's also in theaters at the Angelica. They have a group, Mayhem Lauren, Mayhem Loren, who's on tour with Action Bronson right now. He's taking time out, good friends of ours. He is the man, Mayhem. He's been a graffiti writer from way back from Queens. Sick lyricist. He's got projects out there with some of the best producers in the world. He's performing. Then you got, of course, us, the Lords of Brooklyn. We are going to go bananas in the house. We got special guests. I'm going to be quiet about that. You got to show up, come through, come in the house, and come check it out. Doors at 7, August 1st, the Gramercy Theater, West 23rd Street. New York City, Manhattan, tickets on sale at the box office, Live Nation, Ticketmaster, or Google it. There also, it is. I also want to tell you guys, Sunday, August 30th at the Lucky 13 Saloon yes. in Brooklyn. Yes. Got a breed apart with Nerves End, Urban Waste, Caught in the Trap, Sunday Matinee, my brother's band, The Breed Apart, their first hardcore matinee, so Sunday, August 30th, Lucky 13 Saloon in Brooklyn. Yes, indeed. Big that up. You make sure you go see that. Big up, angry white boy Jimmy, throwing that on there. He's the man. He's got that whole burn, burn a bomb show going on. It's uh, 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 Blast Furnace. Uh, Blast Furnace. Blast Furnace Productions. Excuse me if I don't have it in front of me, but that's the man. Check him out. Check, he's he's the dude behind the dude. Right. A lot of those things. He gets a lot of those things going on. And that's uh the, the oh, that's the the thirtieth. That's a Sunday, August thirtieth. August thirtieth. Sunday, August thirtieth. I gotta work that day. I'm gonna come by after after work for that for sure. Lucky Thirteen Saloon in Brooklyn, New York. Also, make sure you check out Diablo Wednesdays. Over at Lucky 13 Saloon in Brooklyn, New York. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Well, when they have the Diablo Wednesdays, which is usually every Wednesday. All right, Paulie, man, I want to thank you for doing the show, man. I, 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 I right, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Dude, I can fucking talk to you all night, man. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, brother. And thanks for having me on, man. Much respect to everybody out there. This is the shit, man. And I enjoy the Gungo Podcast. I'm a fan. I'm a listener. And I'm with it. And, I'm, and now I'm a guest. Bang. Thanks, Paulie, man. Really Thank appreciate you, Mike. it, man. Have a great night, my brother. I'll hit you up. You got it, man. See ya. Take a shot. Alright, guys. That was Paulie Nugent, Lords of Brooklyn, the Dead Rabbits. Thanks for listening. And um, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. And uh, you know the rest. Later. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. The 
in the racket and I can't get out. I'm trapped in the racket and I can't get out. I try to get out, they pull me right back in. Get out, they pull me 